Sarah, we're talking to Allison today. I have no idea what to wear. Oh, God. Do you have any leather pants? <laughs> you know the answer to that is no. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and with me is my high school friend and writing partner of 19 years, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. In this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career in friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In this episode, we'll be talking to The Fix's fabulous Emmy-nominated costume designer, Allison Fanger. And we'll share something we discovered on our recent getaway to Ojai. It's in the mental health category. Yes, and then we have a comfy, cozy Hollywood hack and a Christmas tree lot celebrity sighting. Uh, but first, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2019. Wow. Careful listeners will have noted that I just said my writing partner <laughs> of 19 years in our intro. Liz, can you believe it's been 19 oh, years? That's wow. insane. Next year, we have to do something for our 20th anniversary, Sarah. We should. Maybe then we'll go to Rarotonga. We keep talking about oh, going to Rarotonga. We, we should. We should do an anniversary trip to <laughs> Let's do <it>. Rarotonga. <laughs> we deserve an anniversary trip. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's been a damn good 19 years, but hopefully 19 years from now we'll be retired. Yes. Happily, happily retired. Okay, before we dive in, we have an update. In episode 83, we talked about personal symbols, and we decided Mary's black unicorn was more of a Patronus than a personal symbol. Um, and we got an email from Brian. And he said, FYI, you can find your Patronus by taking a quiz on Pottermore.com. My Patronus was a boar, and at first I was conflicted, but after reading the description, I have to admit it fit me well. And then, Sarah, I realized that you can find out your Patronus on Pottermore, but then on MuggleNet.com, <laughs> it'll explain what your Patronus means. So I took the Pottermore quiz, and I got Dapple Gray Stallion for my Patronus. And MuggleNet says, as strong as his mate, a Dapple Gray Stallion will stand protectively between you and any Dementors that you encounter. The stallion is strong and proud with more than enough strength for the both of you to stand against the mentors. You and he will be more than a match for any force of darkness, sending them scattering under his powerful thundering hooves. Nice. So I feel very safe with my um, dapple gray stallion Patronus. Now, what's yours? <laughs> I don't know that I feel as safe <laughs> with mine. I, too, took the quiz on Pottermore and went to MuggleNet. Um, and my Patronus is the Tonkinese cat. Now, I'm allergic to cats. Uh. Um, and I, you know, because of that, I don't love cats as much as, you know, some other animals. But um, apparently, according to MuggleNet, they're playful, curious, highly intelligent, and even known to exhibit some dog-like traits. So, you know, of cats, yeah. that's the one I would like the most. Yes. Um, and they, my Patronus will run rings around any Dementors. So we're both safe from Dementors. Yes, my cat will just claw a Dementor. Um, so thank you, Brian. That was really yes, fun. Yes. 
Okay, Sarah, it's time for From the Treadmill Desks Of, and this week we are talking to our brilliant costume designer from The Fix, Allison Fanger. Allison is best known for her costume design work on the popular Netflix series Grace and Frankie, starring Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin and Sam Watterson and Martin Sheen. Um, She's a three-time Emmy nominee and two-time Costume Designers Guild nominee. And she has been obsessed with fashion and design since her childhood spent in one of my favorite places, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Allison is also the proud mother of three entirely gorgeous girls, ages 20, 17, and 15, who have been raised in Los Angeles and whom she will always consider to be her greatest achievements. Allison, welcome to Happier in Hollywood. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So fun to have you here. We have many questions. Yes, we do. Should we just dive in? Yeah. Okay. Um, So a lot of our listeners obviously work in entertainment, Mm -hmm. but a lot of them don't. So can you just, can we just start with an explanation of what a costume designer is, what you do every day? Oh my gosh. Well, as an overview, when I get a script to read, I first have to formulate in my head as I'm reading the script. And, you know, honestly, the, the script informs everything that I do. Mm-hmm. So I find the characters within the script. And usually I can start conceiving their look in my head as I'm reading. Depends mm-hmm. on how it's written. You know, the more rich for me, the better. The more mm-hmm. well-drawn the characters are, the better. So it's an arc, right? So that's the very beginning. Then I make conception boards. We went over those boards. Uh, conceiving characters, meet with you guys, writers, producers, sometimes network, studio. Everybody has a little weigh-in. And those boards are really fun for us because it's basically like a big, sometimes it's a big whiteboard and sometimes it's just like a piece of paper or you do it on your computer where we can just see a bunch of like things you've pulled from Mm -hmm. magazines and from online where you kind of say, this is what I'm thinking about the character. We love those. Yes. And it helps it crystallize who the character, I mean, clothes are so important. Exactly. get to that. Exactly. um, So you do those boards, you get input. Yeah. Um, then I just start shopping or making or whatever it is I do. Then I have fittings, um, which can be quite extensive, first fittings especially, mm. uh, because you're getting to know personalities also and what that actor or actress brings to the character also. Right. Because whoever they are, what they bring is also really makes a huge difference, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what direction you're going to go. Like if someone automatically has a lot of edge to them, Mm. you might want to soften slightly. But if you mm. have a character that needs a little less edge, but if you have someone who's like soft and needs more edge, you know, it just like depends on how we dress them. It definitely makes a difference. Um, on a show like The Fix, we had so many actors. Yes, it was we a had big cast. A lot yes. of fittings. It was like <laughs> chained to the fitting room for weeks. Um, but that's fun for me too. I love that because I love finding the character also. And then you're not just in charge of the the regulars and the stars and their outfits. You're in charge of the outfits for really everybody. Yeah. Even if people just have one line, you're ultimately the person in charge. Yeah. And you have a team that works underneath you to help sort yeah. of orchestrate all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that can be just an overwhelming amount of people to mm-hmm. clothe, I imagine. It is. And it's interesting because people don't understand what a big job it is because they're like, oh, I get dressed in the morning. Everyone gets dressed, but it's so much more than that because of all the different steps and and just you don't even think about everybody's a different size and a different particular, everything is 
got to be exactly right visually also like i do see everything i don't dress every single one of those day players because mm-hmm. I, it's not possible you couldn't. right but i do see everything before it goes to screen and then like, depending also i have to get approvals from you guys what uh, your way in is most important also because they're your characters right so i would never send you guys like the soup like certain day players because it was like didn't right. matter but <laughs> but everybody else you know you have way in also so it's a lot of politics too and negotiation and dealing with personalities and figuring people out is a lot of what i do too not just who i'm working for in service to the story you guys but also the the uh, actors yeah well i mean people are at their most vulnerable basically in a changing room i I mean so then not only are they in a changing room but you're there watching yeah judging, deciding, you <laughs> I know, don't judge. well, but, you know, <laughs> know. guiding what's going to look great. Yeah. Um, that's like really people you have to deal with a lot of vulnerability. Yeah. Um, now, you have an amazing personality. I think yeah. I'm sure you make people feel really comfortable. Yeah. And I think that's really important for someone in that job, because otherwise, I think people will just like shut down and refuse to wear anything. Yeah. No, definitely. That's. Again, that's why those first fittings are a little get to know ya. Mm-hmm. I need to gauge the personality and what level they are comfortable with changing in front of me or whatever. And we usually have a changing room, but most people just don't even care. Actors are like, right? They've done it. They don't care, and I don't care. Like I'm, but it is awkward right. to be like, "Hi, how are you? Uh, take your clothes off." Right. That's <laughs> men and women. Both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then also there's you know body issues, and everybody's got those, and especially actors who've been have been judged for their whole careers, you know, and some of them are a little damaged. Some of them feel like they haven't been taken care of by costume designers, mm. like they feel like maybe they didn't get the best look or they didn't find the character. Because that's what I do too with the actor in that room is I really want to help them find the character. Yeah, mm-hmm. too. And that's the best is when someone says to me, "You helped me so much to know who this person was." Oh, that's exciting. It's funny yeah. because we what I love about TV is that it's so collaborative. Like every mm-hmm. single element is necessary to make it come alive. And mm-hmm. I mean, somebody's wardrobe is just hugely important. I mean, yeah. when you're watching, I don't know if you realize how much what someone's wearing indicates, okay, this is a hardcore lawyer. Oh, this person yeah. you know, is, is more mellow. Like it just signifies so much. Yeah. Again, one of the best compliments I ever got about Grace and Frankie was people said they knew exactly who those ladies were the minute they saw them before Absolutely. they opened their mouths. Yes. So that yes. to me is the ultimate compliment. I think yeah. I've told you this before, but my mom watches Grace and Frankie just yeah. for the clothes. Oh, really? I mean, she also <laughs> likes the show, but her number one reason is because she loves their clothes. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm, this season coming out is going to be, is like, I'm so proud of. It's my favorite season wait. that we've done. So... Well, and Grace and Frankie, you're working with, in case someone hasn't seen that show, which is incredible, you're working with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Mm-hmm. I mean, huge stars. Legends. Legend. And Sam Waterston and Martin Sheen. Oh, my God. Who yes. are like, I mean, right. just the best. And I see their characters become so much more solid over the seasons also, including their clothes. Like, to me, they just get better and better and richer and richer, you know? Yes. Like Sam has embodied Saul to a degree that I can't even. It just warms me every time he opens his mouth now. 
Oh, I love it so so much. When what was it like working with these like huge stars? Like, is it intimidating at first? You just have to put that to the side. Yeah. How do you gain their trust when they've been doing this for decades and have you know such star power? Well, I was terrified. Okay. Like that's legit. (laughs) That's comforting Um, to me, honestly. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, Jane Fonda. And it was not easy in the beginning. Like, it wasn't like they were, like, right away trusting me. That's a lot. If I can gain an actor's trust, once I have their trust, my job is so much easier. And producers and writers. Because once they trust me, then I can go forward. Well, and you've been nominated for numerous Emmys. Mm -hmm. So what is it you look for in a project now that you've, I'm sure you can be selective? Mm -hmm. What do you look for? Is it that scary feeling? Um. Not necessarily. I look for uh, an opportunity for uniqueness and character. Mm, that makes sense. You know, so and and good characters and good story. Um, you guys show I was thinking it was going to be, and I've said this to you guys, I thought it was going to be, I was like, well, there's a lot of lawyers, but there's like these great ladies. And we talked about that in that first meeting. Yeah. Like, is, is it going to be, do you guys want it to have a certain look? And you were like, yes, yes, yes. Um, but I still thought it was going to be more lawyers. It was so much more fun than I ever expected <laughs> to be. <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah, we say it's a legal show that's not about the law. Yeah, the hot, steamy (laughs) ladies and fabulous ladies in cashmere. I'd be like, yes, yeah, that was so fun. That that impact, and then Ezra. Everybody just had great style. I had a really fun time doing that. Yeah, I was going to ask who. Do you have a favorite character to dress on the fix? Our listeners won't know who they are, but we'll we'll give a a primer. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I did love Ezra. I have to say. And he plays, we should say, the defendant's um, lawyer who's uh, very um, ruthless and dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And flashy and a little yes. a little schmarzy, schmarmy, but not really. But yes, right? Yes, yeah, he's I, the love-to-hate character played by Scott Cohen. And right. we just love him. Yes, we don't hate him at all. <laughs> yeah. We just love him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he always had pops of purples and yeah. pinks. Mm-hmm. Which um, I love because he he could carry that. Some men wouldn't have, I don't think, the confidence to wear those colors. But Scott absolutely pulled it off and it made his character that much yep. more of a badass. Yeah. That he would wear pink. Yeah. And he loved it. He really embraced it. He was so into his character and his uh, all the little details that, you know, a little appointments, you know, somebody yes. who like thinks a lot about every little fold of their pocket square. You know? He was, I remember after the pilot, he made a point of saying, so Ezra's going to keep looking really amazing, right? Yes. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. He is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was really fun. And they were all really fun in their own ways, yeah. you know, but I think he stands out as the one I was always like, yes. Now, Allison, because we have you here, mm-hmm. of course, we have to talk to you just about style in general, not just about, you know, your job as a wardrobe designer, but mm-hmm. like, first of all, you are have incredible style. Like, Thank we you. should just say, Sarah, describe <laughs> what Allison's just wearing. I'm wearing sweatpants. <laughs> A gray T-shirt and a hoodie. What is Allison wearing? <laughs> Allison is wearing, well, I know she came in with this fabulous faux fur leopard. Leopard, yeah. Leopard, leopard. jacket. Leopard is forever. I don't even feel qualified to describe what you're wearing. Perfect white t-shirt. Like, yes, perfect. Um, are they leather, one. black they're leather pants? Yeah, they're leather pants. 
Um, I an like insane, cl- gorgeous, <laughs> Gucci um, uh, crossbody cross bag. And very hip black booties. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of questions. What are some simple things we can do and our listeners can do to up our wardrobe? And where do you think we should spend money and where should we not spend money? Okay, well, that's a big question. But I think that it depends on the age of the person you're talking to. Right. So, um, let's say as 40s. an adult, okay, as an adult woman, <laughs> just yes, just an adult, say. okay, um, <laughs> that I think it's really important to know your body mm-hmm. and to focus on really quality pieces that you can wear again and again, right? Like these leather pants, like these I will wear all the time because they're just chic and look good and are classic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, things like you know, invest in pieces, shoes, bags really good pants because they have to fit well. Mm-hmm. And your trendy items, I think you can get away with, um, you know, not spending money on. I would never spend money on something super trendy. That makes sense. As a 40-year-old woman, like, you're establishing your look for your whole life. Like, I think that people have, everyone has a little bit of a uniform, I feel like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. especially after you get to be a certain age. You kind of just fall into your your vibes. Yeah. So just know what those are. And don't get distracted from it because probably that's your best self, you know? That's such a big question, though. I mean, I have no idea what my, you know, what my uniform should be. Really? No. Well, I think classics are always really good. Like classics. Button-down shirts and... Yeah. I mean, I like button-down shirts, too. And you you always look good. You do. You have your good no. shoes. I see your shoes. I, I do spend... <laughs> I, I do shoes because I'm like, that, I... That, that... Yeah, I can wrap my head around shoes. And you have good bags. Well, So you, two you. of my yeah. tips, shoes okay. and bags. But I do think, like, it's also good to look at, um, you know, you can go on Pinterest, too, is a really good resource mm. for getting look ideas for yourself. Oh, that's interesting. And then you start, and then you look at those images, and then they take you down the path. Like, you respond to one, click on that, and then I'll take you to other ones that are kind of like that. And finally, for younger people, because we have a lot of people just coming up, listen to this show, so Mm -hmm. they may be 25 Mm -hmm. and not have a big budget. Right. Is there one piece of advice you would give or is it really the same? I think there's a lot of good options now for young people to have fast and accessible fashion, you know, and there's also those places now that you can like rent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've talked about rent the runway. Yeah. And Um, there's like rent the work wardrobe kind of thing for young professionals. I've seen that. Like if I was young in Hollywood and going into the business I would just search like young workwear again and see what comes up and just spend time on it and like have spend a, time on it. The more you put yeah. into it, the better it's going to be. Yeah. Have something in mind you want and follow that and look for there's so much accessibility now with the Internet to find anything. Yeah, because it really does, I think, impact how people perceive you, what you're wearing. Like mm-hmm. if you're a young exec- assistant or a young executive and you look really sharp, People will think you're better and smarter. Um, yeah, absolutely true. And there's also Zara. Mm, Zara. Oh my God, everybody loves Zara. Everything. Every time I see someone, I'm like, "Ooh, I love that." It's always Zara. I mix in Zara a lot. I mix in good Zara to, to my wardrobe mm-hmm. a lot because they are good and they always are on top of fashion. And I like their trends are what's happening in the expensive stores. They're in the, at the same time. They have a crazy business model. They get things from like Sketch to 
store in three weeks. Wow. Yeah, which is why they're so, so amazing. So it's super on trend. Yeah, exactly. Good so, to know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Allison, our last question, we ask this of everyone. Hi. What makes you happier in Hollywood? Well, I like to work with people that I like. Mm. That is a rule I have. <laughs> it's a good rule. <laughs> because there's we spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason to not go to work and be with people that you feel good around. Right? Yes. I try to keep that as a rule in my life in general. I have people in my life that make me feel good. Yes. If someone starts to make me feel not good, then they're not someone I want in my life. Right? So there's that. And then I have my family, which I'm really proud that I've had a career and I have my family, I have to say. And um, my girls are, um, and my husband are, you know, everything to me. And they respect my career, too. And they've always been supportive. Though my daughter said to me, because I've been off for like, since we finished. Right. And I start back in January. So I take taking December, which has been yeah. kind of amazing. My daughter was like, Mom, this is actually incredible oh, <laughs> yeah. to not feel like. You know, if she's like, can you pick me up? And I'm like, yeah, I'll pick you up. She's like, oh, my God, what? Like, But on the other hand, they they couldn't be prouder of me. And, yeah. you know, all of it's good. Yeah. Well, um, those are great things. And thank you so much for coming in. And thank you for dressing the fix. Yes. Making everyone look fabulous. So and fun. I hope everyone tunes in March 18th to see Allison's outfits. Yes. Yay. It's going to come, oh, my God, so soon. So soon. Yes. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you guys for having me. It's so fun, really. Next up, we discuss the realization we had during our recent Ojai getaway. But first, this ad break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Liz, now it's time for Take a Hike, in which we talk about mental, physical, or spiritual health. And today, it is mental health. Um, We had just a crazy, busy spring and fall, so we decided to do one of our favorite things, to revitalize. We went to our just, like, very special, most wonderful place, the Ojai Valley Inn. Not an ad. This is not an ad. We just happen to love the Ojai (laughs) Valley Inn and Spa. (laughs) We really went there to relax, and we were not intending to work. In fact, we were like, it's so great. We can go and not work and not talk about work, although we knew we would to some degree. But it really wasn't the point of going there. Sometimes the point of going there is to work, but this time it was just to relax. Mm -hmm. And our friend Kareen joined us for a day. But something amazing happened while we were there. Yes. In the back of our minds, we always have brewing a potential season two for the fix, because unless our season one numbers are 
just abysmal, which is always possible because you never know in TV. TV. But at some point, we're going to have to pitch a season two arc for the show um, to the studio and the network. So even though season one hasn't even premiered yet, we have been for months tossing around ideas for what the second season could be. Yeah, and we kind of have three areas that we like um, that we've been discussing and sort of trying to figure out how are we going to decide which of these? They each have advantages and disadvantages and things we like and, you know, great characters and all that. And we were sitting, um, you and I were sitting at the bar having a martini. Our second martini. <laughs> and um, I said to you, I can't fully relax because I just have, like, whirling in my mind <laughs> the season two thing. How are we going to choose among these three areas which one to focus on because until we choose we can't move forward in our thinking about the season yeah and you said well i can't really say what i said because then people will know what the season oh will be. right well you said something <laughs> that brought great clarity to the question and i said you know what you're absolutely right and then i think we texted marsha we talked to marsha the next day and she agreed and so suddenly we had what our pitch for season 2 is going to be the bear you know the germ yes and what we realized it was that in going away and changing our scenery we got clarity. Yeah. And that's the um, that's the take a hike park. That's the mental health park. <laughs> we changed our scenery and we got clarity. Yes. And it really helped us. And so we were talking about, you know, why that is. And part of it is we were, you know, it's that thing of like stop thinking about something and yes. the answer comes. Yes. We stopped thinking about it. It's still back there brewing. But we basically stopped thinking about it for a while. And it was so nice. Yeah. And we didn't have all these distractions and all these decisions we were making second to second. Our biggest decision was, should we share an appetizer? We did. Yes. (laughs) In case anyone's wondering. (laughs) There's like an unburdening that happens when you're sort of away from your daily life. Yeah, and we realize that we do this on a smaller scale by taking hikes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll go for hikes when we have something we need to untangle. Um, you know, we aren't able to go out of town for every single um, decision. <laughs> episode three trip. Episode yeah. four trip. That would be nice. <laughs> so that was a kind of a revelation that we had. Um, we were productive just because we were there. I 100% believe we would not have come to this um, decision about season two had we not taken that trip. Yes. I so agree. not only did we deserve it because we did deserve to relax, but it was actually productive. So that was wonderful. Yes. And I got a two hour massage. Yes, you did. And I had <laughs> sound energy therapy, which, you know, I'm obsessed with yes. sound now. <laughs> Um, Anyway, we want to hear from you all. Has a change of scene ever helped you make a big decision? Where did you go? What did you realize? Um, We're fascinated by this. Email us or send a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Okay, Sarah, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack, and it's very simple. Get a lounge outfit. Yes. This came up because (laughs) we were in Ojai, and you were in your lounge outfit. Yes. I have what I call my lounge outfit. It's um, from Outdoor Voices is the brand, and I have to say they actually sent it to me. 
Um, this is not an ad, but it, <laughs> it does happen that they gave me this outfit. It's gray sweatpants and a really soft matching long sleeve gray shirt. And it is my lounge outfit. And when I put it on, I know I'm relaxed and I love it, but I can wear it out. Yeah, that's, I think, the key to a lounge outfit. It can't just be loungy. You have to, like, it can't be like your ratty old T-shirt. And it can't be pajamas. (laughs) Pajamas, because many people lounge in pajamas, but you need a lounge outfit that you can wear to a restaurant. Nice. Okay. I think that's the not bar. a nice restaurant, but like that you can go out in yes. or that you could go to work in um, because you will wear your lounge outfit to work sometimes. <laughs> I will. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I need to get a lounge outfit. And our friend Corrine was wearing great sweatpants from Anthropology. And I have my um, Bobo long, it's incredibly soft, um, like duster yes, jacket that I yes. wear. It's basically like putting on a blanket. So inspired by you and Corrine, I went to Anthropology and got these crazy soft sweatpants. So now you have a lounge outfit. Yes. I have a lounge outfit. Everybody get a lounge outfit. Um, Oprah's list of favorite things is a good place to look for a lounge outfit. She always um, seems to find at least one good one every year. Yeah. Um, but anyway, get your lounge outfits and relax. And lounge. And lounge. Okay, it's time for this week's celebrity sighting, which was a fun one for me. Yes, you had a celebrity sighting. This is very L.A. of you while you were getting your Christmas tree. Yes, we got our Christmas tree a bit late, as happens when this time of year comes around and things are crazy. So I was at the Christmas tree lot um, with Violet, who... Picked a tree that she could carry, which was great for me. Um, she literally like picked this like tree that's about her height, picked up that tree, and started walking to the car. Oh, I would never do that. <laughs> I love that Violet will carry her own tree. It was great. And as we were walking to the car, we walked past Viola Davis, who was there getting her Christmas tree. That's a biggie. Yes. Viola Davis, I mean, star of How to Get Away with Murder, but also obviously a huge movie star. Yes. And it was really great because um, I wouldn't have noticed her, but the guy at the lot was talking to her about, oh, I saw you in this, I saw you in that. And she very, like, elegantly and gracefully just said, oh, let's talk about something else. Mm. And, you know, kind of moved the conversation along. Um Probably so people wouldn't notice her. Right, you know, right. To, um, yeah. But I thought she handled it so well. Um, and then, you know, we marched past with our little Christmas tree and Aww. got in the car. <laughs> and I will post a picture of Violet on Instagram carrying our Christmas tree. because Oh, it's, it's the cutest. Pretty adorable. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. It's a new year. Just go ahead and subscribe. Yes. Thank you so much to our fabulous costume designer, Allison Fanger, for joining us today. You can follow her on Instagram at Allison Fanger. That's A-L-L-Y-S-O-N-F-A-N-G-E-R, where you can see many of her fabulous show looks. Also, thank you to the amazing Chuck Reed and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thank you to everyone at Cadence 13. Thank you to our assistant, Mary Merkins. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. 
Until next week, I'm Liz Kraft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. You know, Sarah, what I was remembering when we were talking about Grace and Frankie with Allison is we never did see Jane Fonda or Lily Tomlin in the Paramount lot. I know. It's sad. May- oh, maybe we can, um, you know, Allison is going back. When they start shooting, we can maybe have her get us a drive-on. Oh, We can yes. just casually hang out by the trailers. Oh, my goodness. I that won't be obvious. Them. That won't be obvious. <laughs> I really do want to see them, though. I'm such a fan.